Gabe, I know you guys focus on the program more than the outside noise, but I'm sure you're also aware that whenever things aren't going well, the first thing usually that pops up is, oh, change the coaches, fire a coach, you know, do things different. What's the reaction inside a program, you know, just as far as that goes when, you know, the outside noise is kind of buzzing about things like that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, we here just try to block out the outside noise. We understand that at this moment in time that we just have to improve as a defense. You know, everybody needs to do their 111th. And so everybody, you know, has their own opinions, but all that matters is what we believe on the inside. And we know that we're just a few plays away from being great. And at this moment in time, if we can get those few pieces together, um, I think that we have a defense that everybody will be talking about in a positive way. Gabe, you guys have had a big struggle the last two weeks in particular on third down. Is there something or some things that you can put your finger on as to why you guys have struggled to get off the field? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's been tough. But honestly, like, if you watch the last few games, we just had capitalizing a couple a couple opportunities. You know, big third downs, we get to the quarterback, we just got to get him down. And I think once those things come into fruition, I, we get off the field and everybody's happy. So um, it's just little things that we got to practice. And um, we just got to, you know, when we get the opportunity to get home, you know, or get off the field, capitalize on those things. And once we do, um, I think the defense will just slowly start to improve and um, everybody will see that we're back on track. Eric, go ahead. Gabe, we talked when you got here um, back in August about how one of the reasons you wanted to come here was because BYU has won a lot of games and you wanted that opportunity. What have you learned over your career about how to handle losses? Because that's what the team's kind of going through these last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I mean, I just kind of say it all the time. Winning is hard to do it every single week. It's something that takes 100% execution and focus in all facets of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. So, you know, we're going through some turmoil right now, you know, going through some trials and tribulations. But at the end of the day, we have to remember we're a football team that's good. And, you know, if we put together a perfect game, then we'll be scary good. So at this moment in time, we're just not playing at our best. So once we put the three phases of the game together, you know, all the questions that are being asked about our team, you know, they'll go away. And also the guys in the locker room know that that's the little piece that we're missing right now. So once we put a game together, you know, all the woes that we have right now will be gone. And I mean, I'm excited for what we got left. We got a lot of season left also. So. You know, we did drop two in a row, but at the end of the day, we still got to play another game. So that's what I'm more focused on at this moment in time. Hey, Nick, and then Kevin. Hey, Gabe, uh, Liberty could play as many, or actually could start as many as three different guys in this game. There's injury concerns for two of their quarterbacks. Uh, your cornerback has got to defend guys that are throwing the ball at the guys you're defending. How difficult is that to prepare for different styles of quarterbacks? I mean, yeah, it's difficult um, in any aspect, but I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to run the same pass concepts, the same run concepts, and it's just whoever is going to be back there pitching on the ball. Um, and I think the only thing that usually makes a difference is if the quarterback's a little bit more mobile, can get out of the pocket. That means they got to plaster more to the wide receivers. But in an overall aspect of the game, um, it doesn't change too much because at the end of the day, we watch the film and we see that they do this on first, second, and third down, and so we got to be ready for it. And then we know that it throws in a little wrinkle if somebody can run the ball in that aspect and uh, extend the play. So we're just going to focus on the overall scheme, and then whoever comes out there will adjust as accordingly.
Hey Gabe, uh, a lot of people have been talking about the amount of the defense has substituted on the last couple of weeks and really throughout the season. I'm curious from your perspective, what are some of the positives and negatives of that? And um, is it sometimes hard to develop chemistry, for lack of a better word, when that with the amount you guys sub or, or no? Um, I think that subbing comes to our big advantage. You know, um, a lot of teams that we play go really fast. And, you know, I'd rather have a fresh body out there than somebody that's tired, you know, and, and it becomes a liability to defense. At the end of the day, we're there to do our 111th, right? So if we can get somebody out there that's able to give their 100% for their 111th, then it works out. Um, everybody might have their own opinions about the situation, but everybody's got a different scheme and a different, you know, tactic going into the game, and that's what we do. And um, I think that it works for us because we're always fresh on the field. And at the end of the day, it, it's just what we do. Garrett and then Jake. Gabe, why was Arkansas able to have so much success throwing the ball over 360 yards? Um, honestly, they they were good at finding soft spots in the zone at the beginning of the game, uh, which is tough because um, you know we're in the right positions, but they throw the ball two or three inches inside of the zone defender, right? And so that was tough at the beginning, and then at the end of the day. They're throwing the ball for five or six yards or missing some tackles is going for 20 or 30 yards. So the stats may look deceiving because, you know, it wasn't a lot of stuff that was just burning us down the field. Um, it was just a lot of dink and dunk and yak after the catch. So um, it, it was tough to, to watch. But, you know, at the end of the day, we know that if we tackle and do our job, it won't happen. And I think that relatively over the season, we've been playing pretty good pass defense. So um, if we can go back to just tackling and getting it down right at the beginning and everything will be all right. Gabe, if I'm not mistaken, excuse me, uh, this might be the closest to home you'll play this season uh, being in Lynchburg, Virginia. Do you expect to have family and friends making the trip up? Um, I'll have um, – my brother flies out to every game, so – but he's from Washington State, so that will be nice, I guess. Um, home's Texas, so it's still pretty far away, if I had to be honest with you. Um, I used to live in North Carolina, so I, I, I might have a football. Yeah, I have a football coach that might come up, so it'll be nice. But Liberty's kind of far from everything, if I had to be honest with you, because I've been up there before. Um, so I'll just go out there to play the game, and you know, whoever comes, I'm I'm happy that they came to support, and I'll definitely see them after the game. Hi, Gabe. The coaches talk a lot about the players being held accountable. What does that mean to you and your teammates as you move forward this season, being, being held accountable? Yeah, I mean, it's not to – what happened on the field is not to blame on the coaches. All they can do is call the call, and we have to execute it at the end of the day. So we have to be able to look inside ourselves and be like, did we do 100% like best effort, best technique, best assignment at all times? We have to be able to, you know, call each other out and be like, hey, like, regardless of the call, you weren't playing the right technique and the proper footwork. And it doesn't matter what we would have called out there, you know we're hurting the defense by doing those types of things. So we're able to be able to talk with ourselves and, um, you know, call each other out on our mistakes. And at the end of the day, we all know it comes from a place of love. And, um, you know, that's how we're going to improve. If the coaches are always the ones telling us what we're doing wrong, you know, it's, you sort of get a bad taste in your mouth at the end of the day. So for us to be able to foster a culture that where the players are able to take accountability and talk to each other, um, it works out way better. And at the end of the day, um, 
you know, that's what we pride ourselves on here, you know, love and learning. And, you know, tough love happens from your teammates, and then you learn from that um, better, in my personal opinion. Thank you. Take last question from Sean. Yeah, again, just to get you out of here uh, on this, uh, it's with the two-game losing streak that you mentioned, there's a lot of obvious consternation, whatever, no more so than kind of within the walls of your guys' facility. You guys want to, to change what's happened the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's hard to remember maybe that there's still a lot of season left to play for. We're only halfway through the season. What's left on the table? What's kind of the motivation for you guys now that you're sitting at four and three, going through some tough times? Like, what do you kind of remind yourself about what's left on the to play for in the season? I mean, personally, what I remind myself is that I get an opportunity to play football every Saturday. Um, not a lot of people in this country get to play that, especially on a national stage. So um, I just want to capitalize on each opportunity that I get on every Saturday. And as a team, you know, if we can take it week by week and go 1-0 each week, then, you know, we'll, we'll love how we finish at the end of the season. And I think that that's how the majority of the players are looking at the situation. Yeah, we dropped two. We got to flush it, and we got to get back to the drawing board. And, you know, win the next few games, and then at the end of the season, hopefully, be sitting pretty in a bowl game. So um, that's where we're at right now. And you know, we got to look at the positive aspects of the situation and not dwell on the things that have already happened because we can't change the past. And we just can play the next football game.